Santa Mosaku Andi Mosakanita. That means not playing any more games, God. Kanita, God. No more games, God. I want you to take a couple of seconds and look at your lifestyles. As I look at mine, look at your walk. Look at your accomplishments. Look at what you do daily. Look at your schedule. Look at what you do. Do that exalt him? Is those things done unto him? No, if it's not all, it's none. Look at your walk for a second as I evaluate my own. The way how I'm living here, living life here, is it unto him? Because my life is not my own. So if it's not unto him, then how am I living? Have I created a world I wanted for me and didn't want to fit God inside that vision and dream? Let's be honest here. I listen to your gifts. This is mine. Being a mouthpiece for God. Just look at it for a second. Look at what you do and how you live. Is it unto him? Is it how he instructed us to live? Sometimes God give us instructions and we're not waiting to hear all the instructions and we start making and taking matters in our own hands to finish what he never said that he even got started with. Sometimes God doesn't have access to finish any instruction with us, which he already finished, but for us to walk in a manifestation, naturally for us to finish his finished work, we're looking around trying to find other ways to get it done because we can't hear ourselves. So if I can't do it, then where else, what else, and who else I can use to do it for me? This year is almost over. There are so many things that are being held up, say of God. There are so many areas that he doesn't have access, say of God. The two greatest commandments, to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy strength, and to love thy neighbor is that in our lifestyle. No matter what we do right now on a job for a living, it doesn't matter. Is it unto him? Is our businesses unto him that we say we have? Are our businesses becoming his business? Is that why we in business? Because it's his business or because we just want to be quote unquote earthly successful? Do we want to be famous? Do we want people to look at us and say, oh, you are blessed because of what you have, not you are blessed because of who you have? No, check your lifestyle for a second. Because many of us are disregarding people who are operating Christ-like. Because it don't look like Christ-like. But he didn't look like he was Christ when he was here. But he was Christ-like because he is Christ. So are we being anti-Christ and not aware? Because in Revelation, it does state 
there are going to be a lot of antichrists here. And many of us have became and not aware. Anytime we operate the opposite of Christ, we are antichrist. We are against it. If we are for it, we'll be doing it. Why am I still being challenged with my attitude? Why am I still being challenged or you being challenged with self-esteem? That's against Christ. He became that so we could be free from that. So why are we still walking in and take communion? Do not take that unworthily. So what is my attitude like here? Am I still gossiping? Am I still being disrespectful? Someone looked at me and said, I want to take you somewhere, but I know you're trying to save up to do this and do that. I'm not saving up anything. I am saved. I got to stand up. You understand? You got to listen to our father here. See, Christ didn't look like who he is. Neither are you going to look like who you are to the world, but they're going to know you not according to what you have. And the word is said according to your fruit, what you do, because of who you and I have. We're living mediocre and it's anti-Christ-like. We're playing church. We're playing with purpose, playing games, and saying the child's ways are behind If we're not hearing from God as to what to do next about different areas in our lives and we hear God speaking about other areas, that doesn't make sense when he can speak about every area. Let me give you a perfect testimony in the Bible that's, you know, summarizing what God used me to say on here. Joseph, we already know he was playing games. He was very upset with his brothers. He wasn't upset until they came. Because it's easy said than done. Oh, I'm over it. Oh, yeah, I'm not tripping off of what they said. I don't care if they like or subscribe. It's all good. But keep going back to see how many likes and subscriptions we have. Oh, I don't care about what they said. Yeah, they said, I'm, I'm getting fat. I'm getting fat. But keep looking in the mirror. Am I? Because we say we don't care, but we really do. We care about what people say and what people think. That's why we're trying to impress people. Look at what I'm doing. Look at what I have. And guess what? They're not being drawn to that because they have the same things. How many don't know God and have a company right now? How many don't know God? Do you understand? Let me give you an example, another one. Okay, let me stay on top of Okay, God. Joseph. He realized he had to stop playing games. So he's in a room. He's in a room. Going back and forth. That's warfare. No, I'm about to dismiss them. I'm pissed off at them. And his spirit man is saying, no, don't do that. It's not about you, Joseph. Have mercy on them. Like we go through all the time with our flesh and our spirit. No, don't cuss that person out. No, I know that you've been through this. Let it go. Give a better response. No, I'm going to do it anyway. And thank God Joseph did. He stopped playing the games. And he took off his garments. And that's how we know he stopped playing the games. Because he exposed his identity. Now, if he dismissed his brothers, where would that put Moses to free the Israelites into the land flowing with milk and honey? Where would it put them? Because they were in Egypt because of Joseph. Because they were in Canaan because God's plan was coming into place. It was falling into place. They had no idea, but God knows. That's why it's good to be led. 
Joseph didn't have every instruction because he kept getting in his way and God didn't have the access to instruct Joseph. But every time he cried and humbled himself, there goes a word from God. No, get it together, Joseph. The guards looking at him like, we never see him behave this way. He told us to put that cup in that bag. He told us to. So we know that man didn't do that. We're listening to Joseph's instructions, and he never did that before. So what about these men he has animosity towards? And he had to just let them know. He dismissed them out the room. But guess what? He had to go through that healing process, through all the crying, all that. You know, I was, you know, it's all for the glory. Okay, now the men back in the room, and they see, and he explained, this is my family. But if he dismissed them, where would that put Moses? They wouldn't have been in Egypt. Because that was 400 plus years after Joseph that God freed them from Egypt. See how big it is? It's so much bigger than us. It affects our entire bloodline. Generation upon generation upon generation upon generation. A land flowing with milk and honey is not just for me and my house. So I cannot dismiss anyone, any place, anything. I cannot dismiss you because of what you appear to look like. Christ didn't look appealing here. So I already know that. So why am I looking at you outwardly to determine that you're blessed? So there's something wrong with my way of thinking. So let's evaluate what we're doing here. Because we have to do it unto the Lord. It has to be done unto him. Every promotion is because we did it unto him. It's not behavioral based. It's knowing who we are. Our input for his output. Our input is not behavioral based. It's being in a character of God. Being like our father here. That is who we are, like our God. So if I'm not being like our God, then how can I receive his results? Because if I'm not for him, then I must be against him. Some of us feel like God's plan takes too long, so we have to do what we got to do. Some of us feel like it's not good enough. I like to go off of what I can physically see to know that I am blessed. That's not unto God at all. If my gift does not exalt him, if my gift does not pave the way for somebody to receive him, then I'm not doing anything unto the Lord. I'm doing it unto myself. I had to walk away from a lot of people just this month alone because many were trying to exalt me unaware. You're powerful. You're favored. You, you, you don't do nothing. You don't, you just, this, 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 this. Oh my God, you're this and that. And everything is true. But guess what? I'm not going to have a swelled head. That's why Christ departed a lot. It's not time for glory. I didn't even give my life yet. And you're trying to exalt me as if I'm back at home. And it's not me that threw off the work. Now, I'm not saying I do not take a compliment. I thank you. But don't look at me to be no different than you. Just see Christ in me doing the work. What you see is humility. What you see is me not playing no games. What you see is me daily repenting. Not trying to do things on my own just to say I'm enjoying life. No, me enjoying life is seeing others receive life. See, I'm not making a permanent thought to have a permanent stay. I'm not here permanently. So me making investments for my life, my family, that's me saying I'm here always. No, I'm not. I'm here to release him and receive what he has. Why I'm here. See how amazing grace is? Grace will have your whole tuition paid for and you not even touch a dime even though you have it.
Hallelujah. Many of us are not aware how troubled we really are by the things that we do emotionally. We're looking around to see what's going on. Looking around seeing who could top this. But he's the one who do it all. So what are we doing here? Am I for Christ or am I against Christ? Because if I'm not receiving God's plan and submitting to that. See, I know what it's like to think that I'm blessed because of what I have and not who I have first. Now, I know God blesses me, but I look at what I have. I'm successful. I'm doing it. I won a lawsuit. I, you know, we had to, you know, split it up, but it was half of a million dollars. I know what it's like to go through 30,000 in like seven days. I know what it's like to know that I can go wherever I want to go and do whatever I want to do and still making money on top of it because I'm still on a job. But I was sowing seed on bad ground. Because I was not putting my faith to work. I was putting my flesh to work and not my faith. Because I'm collaborating with people who don't even live like God because I'm losing sight of who I am by looking at the things of this world. So I'm going out, going to different places, casino style lights, camera action. It doesn't mean if you have a cup in your hand, you can have a disrespectful attitude in your hand. It don't matter if you're smoking a J or smoking nonsense. Smoking childish-like behavior. It doesn't matter physical addiction or emotional addiction. If it's not of God, it's against them, period. Not even asking God, what do you want me to do with this money? Sitting there partying it up. Partying like I was a rock star for real. Barely home, paying people to watch my kid so I can party after it's time for me to, you know, lie him down in the bed at night. Doing things with my kid, loving on my kid, but still, when it's time for bed, now it's time for me to party. Now let's go get the shots and shot, 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 shot. Let's go to Baltimore. Let's go to this place. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to this resort. Let's go to this cruise. Let's do it. Let's do it. It doesn't matter. It happened. 50000 less than three months type of spending thinking that I'm successful. People start looking at me like, wow, you just a giver, but I'm giving the wrong way. See, I can have money given to me the wrong way, and I can release money doing the wrong thing. See, Satan has wealth too, demonic wealth. Every word that we hear from God, Satan has a word too, demonically. That's why God said, I'm a father of truth, and consider him to be a father. He's a father, a father of lies. So what come with that father? The opposite of everything of the truth? I don't want Satan's wealth. I had that lifestyle. I was still depressed in a, on a resort. I was still depressed. Lights, camera, action, lifestyle, still depressed. People like, well, I wish I had your life, man. You can do whatever. You can do whatever. You just living your life. Go ahead, do your thing, girl. You don't even have to work. No, I didn't. I took off for half of a year. 
didn't need no checks. Rent, the whole rent was paid for six months. I'm good. Let's let's go this place. They start calling me Santa Claus. Then God start really stepping in. Oh, wait a second. For one, there is no Santa Claus. For two, I am the one. See, people swell our heads up. Oh, you doing it. Oh, you got it. Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, I am. See? See? It's just that quick. Well, you know what it feel like when we are worshiping God and praising God? We're not thinking about any of it. All we care about is that moment with God. And we feel being safe. And we feel being taken care of. And we feel the sensation of God being out everything. Not thinking that anything missing. Not going to broken in that encounter. When we're crying out to God. Worshiping God. Because how good he is. That is unto him. That is how we live permanently. That's why many of us cannot hear instructions from God. Because we have tried to do things in our own matter. Take matters, excuse me, in our own hands. I can't hear everything because many of us don't hold ourselves accountable. Listening to everybody else apologize. Listen to everybody else beg for repentance. Everybody else crying out to God. And yet we're just watching. Yeah, you know. You ever been around somebody who just said, I am sorry for what I've done. I shouldn't have done. I shouldn't have done. And you're looking like, yeah, you shouldn't have done. No, it's okay. It's for the glory. Do you notice that's what Jonah had to do? No, I have to go to Nineveh. Look at Apostle Paul. I have to go back to the children of the parents I killed. So who do we think we are? That we get to escape what we have to go through because we are Christ-like as well as they are. We know all this word and we can quote it and we try to quote it looking so well and sound so intelligent but making dumb decisions every day. Foolish decisions, thank God the Spirit, every day. How I'm going to look like I'm successful but that's not even success unto God. Many of us cannot even wait on the Lord. We don't want him for real, many of us. We just want what you can do. We love you, though. We want what you can We need blessings, Lord. We need favor, Lord, okay? I don't want to live like this. See, we're thinking about ourselves and our lives on our own. Seek me first and you can have everything that I have for you. That's why every year keep repeating itself. Many of us have manifestations right in our face and we deny it because we were angry. And we lied on God. This is not God. This is not right. This is not this. We look at ourselves as, you know what? I deserve to be pissed off. I deserve to walk away. I deserve to turn you away. And you sitting there saying that you deserve to be without God. And it's not self-deserving because it's not behavior-based. So we're not like Christ. So we must be against and not even away. Telling somebody what they cannot do, that's speaking against God's plan. Telling somebody that they do not have, that's speaking against who God is. Because he is who he say he is. He is a provider. We can't look at us and say, oh, it's less than. No, you have to look at yourself and say, you know what, I'm more than. So we need to stop trying to sit ourselves around people and try to release opportunities for people to feel like they're doing something because we think that they're not doing anything. Let me hook you up with a job because you're not working or you're not doing anything. First of all, if you know a child of God, because we are children of God, then we know what God is doing. I know that you're not lazy. I know that you know how to put in that work, but I know God called you from that job. So why am I trying to release a new job if God called you off that job? 
that's pretty much saying, I know that you're spiritual. I know that your mental ability is good. I know you emotionally, you know, you know, I, got, I know you're stable. But when it comes to your finances, see, that's not any of our thoughts to think because God is our provider. So how am I going to sit there and take advice from anybody in the natural when God is super on my natural? So I do not want a legitimate authority theology because that's being dismantled, period. I already had that lifestyle. Don't want it. I thank God for 34 years, my father coming home. I thank God for my son receiving college credits as a you know sophomore. Now he's a junior. Teachers calling and stopping their teaching and call me and say, what can I do for this kid? Come on, grace. Receiving phone calls from people to collaborate doing different things. Grace. The only reason I don't take my camera out wherever I go, because it's not commercial based. And many do not want to be recorded in that state. I know I wouldn't. Don't put no camera at me in no liquor store. Don't put no camera at me committing adultery. Don't put no camera on me lying with a gun in my hand, being angry and bitter. Don't put no gun, I mean, don't put no, excuse me, camera in my hand, not being who I am, not being Christ-like, being upset, being angry, being insecure, being lustful. Don't put no camera in my face while I'm on this pole. Don't put no camera in my face while I'm out here in the streets trying to sell my body for a quick buck. Don't put no camera in my face when I'm trying to rob this store. Don't put no camera in my face. Don't put this on YouTube. Don't put this on TikTok. Come on, somebody. Don't put no camera in my face when you're trying to feed me some food. Don't put no camera in my face while you're trying to do a good deed unto me. See, we have to look at each other and know that it's Christ. This is not it for you. And I look at you already above and not ever look at you beneath. I'm not going to look at you less than when God say you're more than. See, I believe in you. I'm not going to ever look at you and see what you're doing. Oh, okay, so you're doing all this. Okay, I see you. Okay, you got websites. Okay, I, okay, you, you got, you know, YouTube. Okay, you got accounts. Okay, you're doing something. No. Where's your fruit? Because we can do all these things in the world for the price of our soul. You understand? If Satan can attack you himself, he would have already destroyed us. He used us because we have the power to come together and destroy his plot. But he's looking to see who can he use to destroy one another. And many of us are doing that. By telling each other you can't, you won't, you don't. There are some of us even compete our lives with other people. Look at what you're doing. Just having that thought, that's anti-Christ. What you have, that's anti-Christ. I can look at a production of any of your commercials on here, and you can look at mine. I can look at whether you have your style, you're showing your style. I can look at what you do, whether you cook or not. You show people that you cook. Okay, I get that. You show people that you pray. Okay, I get that. You give a word or you can sing or dance. I get that. But I don't see anything about a miracle sign or wonder. Now that I need to get. So I can release that to somebody else to have. See, that's Christ. So I'm not doing that. I'm against Christ. 
Because if I'm living unto Christ and not living him here, then I'm against because I'm not believing to receive what to do here. Now, I know what to do, but I choose not to. That's against. That's me saying I don't want to because of whatever reason. I don't want to do it. I don't like, oh, I'm afraid, or oh, I think this is better. That's against them. That's why rejection was so heavy and he walked away. What's the purpose of me talking to somebody who don't believe what God said to me? That's what we're doing right now. Oh, God never said that to you. Oh, that never happened. Oh, that in the past, oh, we were never around nothing like that. That never even happened. Oh, no, girl, you tripping. Oh, boy, you tripping. That's not what I heard. That's not what I see. See? So what's the purpose of even communicating with someone who don't even believe in you? Does it make sense? Who are we deny someone the truth that we know it is? It doesn't make any earthly sense. It's anti-Christ. Deception is not set up for us to know that we are deceived. Because we don't know how bound we are until we become free. You have to be so comfortable with your walk with God that nobody else's words matter. That's why Christ said, do you wish to leave too? Because it shouldn't matter. Some of us, it matters what people say. Well, I think you should take that shirt off. Oh, um, why? What's wrong with it? It doesn't matter. I like that shirt. Thank you. The devil wants access to your heart. He wants access to your ministry. Because your ministry is your heart. That's why God said guard your heart. He never said guard your mind. No, guard your heart. He don't search the mind. He searched the heart. Love, that's in the heart. Many of us love with conditions. I love you when you do what I ask you to do. You give me, I'm going to give to you. You bless me, I'm going to bless you. Many of us don't even bless those who don't bless us. Oh, I forgot to call you on your birthday, and guess what? I'm going to forget to call you on yours. Mmm, Antichrist. Look at this small press. I gave you something big. Mmm. You understand? And wonder why things are not manifesting right now. Many of us did what Joseph was told not to do. He was told to go to his brothers and put the child's ways behind. Don't dismiss your brothers again, Joseph. And many of us have dismissed our promises when God put them right in our face for fruition. No, I'm pissed off. Get out my face. No, God never said that. Leave me alone. Yeah, something wrong with you. Yeah, you have psychological issues. Go see a psychiatrist. If you don't, I'm going to send somebody to you. I don't want nothing from you. Take this. I don't want no dealings with you. God never said nothing about you to me. And then go somewhere else and celebrate. What does that say? And we wonder why we're not walking in manifestation. I'm throwing nuggets. Please grab them if it pertains to you. I'm not saying you play no games with my purpose. If you know it's you, then grab it then. Is everything that's thrown to me, if it replies to me, I'm going to grab it. If it's not, I'm going to sit there and watch it fall. I'm not playing no games with purpose. Not anymore. Can't sit here and look at each other and say what you're not going to do. Many of us saying to God right now, what I'm not going to do is wait. So I'm going to do this instead. So look at your lifestyle. Look at what you do. Look at the things you release here in the earth. Look at what you upload and look at what you are telling people. Same thing goes for me. 
Is it about him? That's what had me to put the child's ways behind. Not made recently. Because I have a name out here. And that's the name of God's given me. To be a messenger. To be Christ-like. To be an ambassador. That's a name. An ambassador. A substitute for Christ. Being commissioned to be like Christ. So people know me as doing that. That's know me according to my fruit. So if I do something selfishly, that's me thinking about myself. Doing things of the world, that's me being selfish. That's not being fruitful. I don't want to be known for going back and forth. I don't want to be known for being wishy-washy. I don't want to be known for playing God and playing church. But knowing that I am the church. Take your mind off things to think that you are blessed because of it. No, it's God. He would have said, seek the things first, then seek me. And I'll come along with, alongside with it. No, seek me first. He has so much to give unto us. So many blessings and favor. But don't sell your mind, your will, and your emotions to the world to receive their way of doing things. It's going to look all the same. Everybody about a hustle now. And what is the hustle even about? Gaining. Self-gaining. I got jelly beans for sale, self-gain. My daughter, she's selling ice cream. There's nothing wrong with that. But a lot of these children don't even know who God is. And yet use words like increase and don't even know who God is. He's the one who released the increase. It don't make sense. Don't know anything about Christ being Lord, but yet I have a business as a 10-year-old. I know more about YouTube than know about, you know, walking in spirit and in truth. We can never say that our kid's too young. No, I always have known God. I always have known. So it has nothing to do with age. It has everything to do with our heart's cry. I always was here wanting the truth. I, oh, it's just truth was just all over me as a kid. I don't want lies, man. You're being mean. God is not mean. I don't want to be like that. You talking about offering. You all you think about is offering, offering, offering. Collection plate. That's all you guys arguing about. The money going to the pastor. Okay, let me just preach for free. All these things picking up as kids. We pick these things up. God says, raise a kid in the way they should go. Not a child being raised by where they do go. I don't want no mansion and me and my son, you know, don't really hang out. No, I'd rather be right here where I am. We get along very well and there goes our next move. I want God's way. I had the world's way. That way sucks for me. It sucks for you, and that's why you over here with me on the side of spirit and truth. But you and I have to walk it in. We have to walk it out and walk in it for real, for real. We have to stop playing church. We have to stop trying to put God in our box, put God in our goals, put God in our dreams. When he's the one who lies down and wakes us up every day and dispatch angels to minister unto us while we sleep and while we awake. 
Why do I do what I do? do I do it? Am I doing it for God? Or am I doing it for me? Because everything's about give me, give me, give me. And God say give and it'll be given back unto you. So if I'm just wanting to get, then how am I going to be in a position to receive anything? Ooh, come on somebody. There's a website called Timu, T-E-M-U, and it's going so far, so fast. You can get anything off of there for cheap and it looks so rich. It's blowing up so much. But there goes God with me with a word regarding it. That's my gift. He was trying to give rugs whenever anyone ordered his products. And the rugs were rugs of Islam. He wanted you to position yourself before Allah and pray to Allah and convert to being a Muslim. And many people were like, no, we're not going to be a Muslim. No, we're not Muslims. So we don't want these rugs. And people stopped selling. His value, you know, start going down. His market value went down drastically. And he realized, okay, I can't force my religion on anybody. Okay, if you want the rugs, you go online and order your own rugs. And he's the, like the number one bestseller online right now. T-E-M-U, Timu. And that's his name. He's an Asian Islam man. And I realize God is really jealous about that. I can't serve God and sow into a person's life who don't believe God. That's me bowing down. See, that statue that Nebuchadnezzar had built, it was 90 feet tall and 9 feet wide. And he had them to bow down before that whenever he made a sound. It looked at very appealing, eye candy. And they was like, oh, this is beautiful. That's like kneeling down before the monument or the White House. But they refused to bow down. This is not our God. This has nothing to do with our God. I'm not bowing down. See, the devil tried to use eye candy to get our attention. This person who does this hair don't even serve my God. I don't want my hair done from someone who don't serve my God. I don't want my nails done for someone who don't serve my God. Because I'm sowing into their life saying that it's okay for you to live that way. Because people think that they are, you know, blessed because of their success. That man, Timu, think he's, he's a millionaire, about to be a billionaire. I made it. Made it where? It, it's not in the kingdom as of right now. Because you're still worshiping the false God. You just have money doing it. And many people that worship God, not even aware, they sow it to your life. Why are you doing it? It's about being Christ-like for real. Stop playing games. And I start with myself. Quenisha, don't play games. Because God don't play games with you. Don't take communion unworthily. Don't say this is for his body, this is for his blood. And yet I'm sitting here going back and forth with the old man and the new man. And I've seen what happened when we look back. We can't move forward when we do. If Lot did not try to tag along 
Abraham, his wife, and his sons-in-laws would have still been here. He wouldn't have had to go in no cave and sleep with his daughters. But even though God still blessed him, he didn't have to go through that if he just stayed and waited for God to instruct him as to where he want him to go. Because God never told Abraham to take Lot. Take your family. And Lot benefited, but he had to go through all of that. I didn't want you to end up in Sodom and Gomorrah a lot, but I don't have access to tell you that because you say you're going. So if you're telling me what you're going to do, then where's the purpose of me and what is the point of me even instructing you to do anything? Many of us hear a word from God regarding marriage. And we don't give the other a chance to even hear from God. We just run with it. And God like, wait, she don't know who she is right now. Wait, wait, man of God. Wait, son. She's going to reject you. She don't know who she is. If she don't know who she is, how she going to know who you are? I have to release to her who she is by her knowing who I am. Then she can accept you. She's going to deny you. Don't, don't go over there. Okay, it's not working for me. Let me try to see another way how I can get it done. It's not going to get done. It's not going to get done. Until we know who we are. How can God marry me or marry you with anybody if we don't know who we are? I can't give you what I don't have. I'm not going to sit here and be no dressed up fool. I'm not going to do things to benefit myself. And then the things begin to, you know, change. And then we sitting there dressed up and not knowing what to do. Let's call such and such to believe God with us. No, believe God in your own walk. We don't leave the cleave, the leave, the cleave, the cleave, the leave again. No, we have to believe God for ourselves. I can't believe the God in you and that's, that is my walk. No, my walk is a personal relationship with God too, just like you. So I can't keep coming to everybody in my family to help me when I need to go to God because my help comes from him and not all of them. Now, if I go to God, he may send me to them as a way of him responding to me. But let me let him do that and let me not try to do it for him. Many of us are controlling, and then we say God is in control. No, I'm doing this to my way, and look how our way is working for us. No, I'm going to turn away because I could be upset with you. Look what you've done. There's no mercy present. Look how many times God spared us, and we can't even spare mercy upon everybody else. doesn't make sense. Sometimes we're so soon to forget what we do, but look at everybody else and see them repent. Sometimes God will have you to receive your healing by healing somebody else. Receive your growth by watching somebody else grow. And many of us just like, yeah, I'm watching. No, engage. Iron sharpens iron. What areas in your life? Don't just listen to me and mine. This podcast is not just for you to hear. It's for you to engage. I'm not just speaking for you to say, oh, yeah, this is good. No. <laughs> is it becoming that? Because God's goodness is a demonstration. Everything of God is a characteristic. We have to partake in that. Am I partaking God's perspective of increase? Or do I just see increase in the form of money? Do I see wealth only in the form of money? Do I see wealth also in the form of grace? In the form of mercy? Many of us say, well, I like it better with the money. See? Because we consume by it. We love it. Many of us love money. 
cannot love money and love God. Simple as that. Oh, we can say we love God, but it's going to show what we think. Because our mind controls our bodies. So our lifestyle is going to show what we love. If I love money, I'm going to always have things. I'm not going to have opportunities for people to receive, for miracles to take place, to really impact this earth here. Like God had me to do here. If I only care about money, if I only care about money, I'm going to only care about me and mine. I'm not thinking about money for you and yours. You understand? I'm thinking about ways to get money that you can give over to me so me and mine can have. That's not God's plan. That's actually contrary to it. Hallelujah. I never seen the word hustle in the Bible at all. Never, ever. But I did see a testimony came to life as I read how Christ tore that place up when they try to have a flea market out there. God never said something wrong with working, but many of us are laboring for money and not laboring for love. I cannot keep telling you guys what to do as to in a sense of materials. I have to demonstrate that. And I thank God that's what I'm doing. See, when you look like Christ to the world, you're going to look different. So if I look different to those who are in the body of Christ, then that means you became different. You know, we can honor someone and then dishonor them just like that. You are amazing to now. You are, uh, I don't know. See? I want to be around you. Now, uh, I don't know. You became different. Because the situation has still been the same. The same cry, the same character, the same calling. Everything's still the same. No, you became different. Or I became different. And we see each other differently. But we in the same body. So what does that say? What caused us to think differently? What caused us to even feel differently about one another? And we all walking like Christ in the body of Christ. Being receptive to Christ. You know what's so amazing? That I'd rather look up and multiply all of you like Christ did than go in giant and buy a whole thing of groceries for a cookout. You better hear Holy Spirit. I'd rather God release miracles that would allow social media to be broken in half because they didn't have social media back then. Imagine that on Facebook. Tore your net to the other side. Oh, look in the mouth of that fish. Get that money out. Yeah, that person, a homegoing service? Okay, come forth. We're not doing that. Many of us are even pretending that we're doing that. This man died. 
because he walked in his baptismal pool and he has glass underneath him that no one knows about and it broke and he fell in and drowned trying to pretend he walked in no water well you really can see you walk on water before you walk on water see everything is spiritual before it manifests naturally so if things are not happening naturally because we have not embraced them spiritually first See, the healing working power is for me to receive that spiritually first. That's the super or my natural. And that super is manifesting naturally. And there goes my healing working power. You understand? Being manifested. So it's like for real, for real. We have to stop playing around. Stop thinking about hustling. Stop thinking about what you can do, where you can go when Christ inside of you, begging to come out, begging to be seen and heard, to bless somebody else's life. That's like saying, what I'm here is not good enough. Why I'm here is not good enough for me. I don't want to just bless people. I want to be blessed myself. See, selfishness. That's what caused Eve and Adam to be dismissed. That's what caused Abraham and Sarah to have to wait so long. God don't have to be marked. He don't have to prove himself. Give you a child at old age, you can believe that he is God. No, it just took me that long to believe. And if you notice, when she apologized to the angel for saying that she did not laugh, he said, around this time next year, there goes your blessing. It takes nine months to give birth to a baby. So guess what? She got pregnant within that time. As soon as the angel left, she got pregnant. You understand? Around this time next year, there goes your nine months. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to stand up. You understand? She didn't get pregnant nine months later. No, she had her baby nine months later. Because you were humbled. You were humbled. Look at Jonah. It took you three days to get it right to go to Nineveh. But once he got there, guess what? Look how they responded. He thought they were going to be like, no, forget God. No, they was like, Father, forgive us. They were crying out. Their worship became so, so intense that he was like, wow. It put him to, you know total conviction to be converted I'm sorry God should have been came I know he's going to respond like that to salvation respond that much to you understand rededication because salvation is just you know repentance out with the old and with the new they received that before Christ came it's so amazing that Christ came here in the flesh before he actually came in the flesh he was in the fiery furnace he wasn't spiritually seen they see him as a natural man who is that fourth one in there walking around with y'all now, who is that ghost? Who is that spirit? No, who is that man? I got to get up. Who is the fourth one? I'm off again. <laughs> God, you understand? See, this is wealth. This is wealth. Because this opened up blind's eyes. This is raising the dead. There was a woman who OD'd on heroin, and they put nitocaine in her nose to bring her back. It didn't work. Her brain was fried. And there God goes sending me. No, you will not die. You shall live. 35 minutes later, she got up. She said, I will never be on this strip again. No one. I will never prostitute again. See, it wasn't just God saving her life. God was giving her eternal life and her and her friends. You know what? We're not stripping no more. We're not prostituting no more. We're not doing no more drugs. I'm done. This is too much. I'm done. See? He's not coming for you to be healed. He's coming for you to be made whole. And guess what? The drug dealers. Oh, I'm not selling no more. They have never been out there ever since. 
And God said, they never will. They have learned. Not playing around with life. You could have died. And you could have had life in prison. And your conscience and the, the woman's conscience would have been destroyed. She got up like, I'm done. I, I, I could have died. Like the woman that, you know, caught in adultery. I could have died. I could have been stoned. No, get away from me, man. Because I'm sure she's seen that man again. Because she was the one bought. He wasn't bought with her, and yet they call her in the act. Who she acting with? Who she sleeping with? Not herself. But they pulled her to be stoned. Mm. You understand? She had to go back to her husband and make that thing right. Look, I'm, I don't even know if she even told her husband what happened. I'm sure she had to because they knew they was going to stone her. That was going to be the talk of the town. Christ spared her. So she had to go home and tell the truth. But she came home different than she left. I'm whole. I, I want his will. I'm not against him. I'm for him. See, me saying that, God, I don't have anything, that's being against God. Well, he's my provider of everything. See? If I'm for him, I'm for him. If I'm against him, I'm against him. I can never say I don't. No. You're a woman of God. You have grace. You have favor. You can do anything. If I'm not where somebody asked me to go, it's because God don't have me to go. It's not because he can't get me. You better stop playing with God. You understand? We better stop thinking that money is, you understand, the base of everything. It's not. It's not. Some of us, money is everything to us. And the thing is, I was giving it out so much. I didn't care about it, but I was sowing on bad ground so much. Here, you want to get, you want to party with it? Okay, here, sure. You want to get wasted? Why not? Come on. That's sowing seed on bad ground. Reaping a corruptible harvest and wondering why I'm depressed. Wonder why I'm waking up with a hangover. Wonder why I walked in beside and married the wrong man. Because look at the lifestyle I was living. That's not the life that God has chosen for me. And even if we are in church, that don't mean anything. We could be in church with no fruit. We could be in church with a nasty attitude. Many of us are there right now because of it. Not saying leave. No, stay where you are. But just know why you're there. You are the church. So don't just keep coming there beating the air. It's not for us to do. Keep coming there having, you know, one night stands with God. And then go home and just do whatever. And just don't even have what we had earlier on our mind and our heart anymore. Okay, now it's time to cook. And it's time to get ready for work. What happened to that worship and praise you just had 20 hours ago? What happened to that? That's a lifestyle. Oh, you don't want to worship right now? You don't want to praise right now? You don't want to believe? Okay. So we have to stop playing with purpose. Stop playing with God. Because he's not playing with us. Many of us are not trustworthy. We tell everything we hear. We tell everything we see. We tell everything we feel. And that's not why God revealed it to you. If you're a prophet, don't ever do that again. Because you're not called to give what God giving you all the time. He's instructing you what to give and what to keep. Do you understand? Sometimes God wants us to increase our walks by what he show us and how we respond to it. If God show me someone's attitude, that's not for me to go around and say, you know what? They have a nasty attitude. You see that? No. Father, what do you want to be in me, through me, while I'm praying unto you regarding them? It's not even going to them. 
is going to God about them because he showed it to me. I'm going to the one who showed me. Not going to run towards those who never said anything. But I'm talking to them about what God has shown me. Now they can say something about it. Now we're talking about it. We're not going to become toxic. We're not going to become drama felt. We're not going to become messy. If that's your life, stop. Don't abuse social media to see what's going on. Don't feel like how many people you have determines how important you are. I don't care if nobody look at a YouTube video. God say, upload it, upload it. It's a purpose to him telling me to upload it. It doesn't matter. One day, 20, another day, none. I'm still going because God so loved that he gave his only begotten son. I'm not going to say, Father, what if I don't get any likes? People going to think I don't know anything or know anybody or I'm not doing the right thing or I'm not powerful. You understand? I'm not influential because no one's liking. No, that's not why I'm doing this. See, Christ-like is denying all of that. Not trying to be popular. Not thinking about famous, being famous. Not thinking about publicity. Not thinking about people looking at me saying how blessed I am. To determine that me looking to see that I am blessed by what you say. So you decide that I'm blessed if I'm not blessed. So your words matter more to me than what God has already said to me. That's not what God is saying to us. Hallelujah. We have to tell the truth and shame every demon. So when it comes to our uploads, when it comes to our videos, when it comes to our slideshows, are we releasing God or are we releasing, are we releasing what we want to do? It's not what you have, what I have. It's who we have that release the things that we have. And trust me, some things that we got are not from God. We got them from Satan. Because we're not doing it in no good use and putting it to no good use, doing no good deed because of it. We have things and we're releasing them to people in a wrong way. Yeah, it's good. I got that promotion, but how did I get that? Was it because I waited on God by doing my work unto the Lord? Or did I sell my soul to get that? Or we can sell our soul with an attitude. We can sell our soul by exaggerating. We can sell our soul by being manipulative. Or we can sell our soul by lying, trying to dress up stuff. Let me add on my resume. That's me selling my soul because I'm not being honest about it. Let me get this relationship. Let me uh, exaggerate what I have. Let me say all the things that I can do. That's not being quite honest. There goes a nasty attitude as a newlywed. Come on, somebody. If God can talk to you and I about every other area and whatever we're preparing for, he can't talk to us like that, about that, because he don't have access to you. Because some way and somewhere during that situation, whether it's merge or not, you are in your own way. Your thoughts are in your way. You may not be trustworthy. You may think everybody else is the case and not even looking at yourself. You may feel a little bitter still inside. You may still be angry may still feel like, let me push away. Don't want to seem like I'm being pressed. May still be walking in a fence. 
Every time something seems like it's close to me, oh, you coming for me? No, receive the nugget. Receive the golden nugget and learn from it. Stop thinking you're a victim. Stop thinking that everybody's against you. Let go of the old and walk in the new for real. Because one little thing could trigger you to being who you used to be, but you're moving forward. There's no way we got. If one person set off what everybody else has done, that means you have not let it go. Many of us go from one to 1,000 for something that's like 10%. I don't like when you do, oh, for, well, I ain't got to do nothing then. See, all of that because all the rejection you have felt in life. Let me dress up this because I really don't feel this inside. I feel like without all these things, I'm a nobody. I feel like all these things, I'm not attractive. All these things, I'm not pleasing. I'm not, I'm not. I need things to help me look better. I need things to help me sound better. I need things, I need, I need things that will purge away in order for me to feel everlasting. That's what we're saying, basically. I need a lie to embrace a truth. That's what we're saying, basically. And we're looking at everybody else hold themselves accountable, but we don't even hold ourselves accountable for the lies that we said on our father. By saying God never said, God never did. And we can apologize for everything else to anybody else, but don't want to go and admit that. See, we try to move ways around See, Joseph was trying to tiptoe around accepting his brothers by trying to dismiss him. No. And there goes Jonah. He tried to tiptoe around and get on a ship with some other guys and go somewhere else. No, you got to go here. You have to go here. You have to go here. You have to do this. You have to settle with this. You have to repent about this. You have to stop lying about this because that caused it this, 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 and that because you did not forgive. You did not walk in forgiveness. It was your moment to shine. It was your time to receive your manifestation, but it wasn't the way you expected. Joseph didn't expect his brothers to show up begging for money, begging for food. He expected to never see them in such a way, but God showed them, had them to come with repentance, had them to come with forgiveness, and they weren't forgiving. They was not forgive, excuse me, because he wasn't forgiving. And many of us are that way. No, I'm not going to apologize. No, I'm not going to accept you. No, I deserve to be upset. Yeah, I've been through hell. How we go through hell walking with God. See, we're looking at ourselves, not looking at God, because he's the one who got us through it. You understand? So how dare I look at myself when he's the one is the lifter of my head? You understand? How dare I celebrate over there and then deny over here? Come on, somebody. That's what Joseph was doing. He was talking about his brothers to his wife. That's the first time he ever, you know, really talked about it. She's like, oh, okay. 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 Well, you know, make it right. Make it right. Don't deny. Don't walk in your flesh. Don't deny. Make it right. Now it's on you. I mean, I mean, you did go through. I mean, I can't feed you like that. I can't feed my mother, my sister, my brother, my family, your family like that. As a messenger, I can't. That's against God. I cannot say, yeah, take your time. No, it's his time. So why would I put it on you? Ooh, I'm up. Ooh, up. I can't do that. This is another episode. Oh, God. I can't do that. I can't say, well, you have been through. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you did. Yeah, 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 you could go. Yeah. You, yeah, you wanted that promotion. You got the promotion. You don't like the job now. Too much responsibility. Well, you know, I I wish you the best. You know, I wish the best for you. But um, I don't. You know, 
it's all right. You can take off work sometimes, too. You need a vacation, too. Everybody else taking off, you take off, too. Everybody else coming in when they want to come, you coming late, too. No one else giving all their heart and soul into it. Just you ain't got to give yours either. See, that's not giving. That's not giving at all. That's not sharpening. That's not quickening. Your presence is very powerful, Father. I realize our walk is very powerful. It takes us to continue to fulfill. We have to put the childish ways behind. No more earthly doing ways of doing things. All that stuff, we got to cut that stuff out immediately. This year is almost gone. And many of us haven't seen half of what God has written down for us to walk in. But he don't have the access to release the instructions to walk in. That's why some people we see just walking in manifestation. And we have all these things. And yet we're standing here waiting. Mm, mm-mm, Jesus Christ. And many of us are frustrated. I have this. I have that. I have all of this. But I don't have what I really want. You know why? Because what you really want, you're not focused on that. You focus on what you don't need. And what you don't need became your want. And the Bible said, the Lord is your shepherd, you shall not. So I don't have to want for what I already have. But I mean not having it because I'm wanting something. I'm wanting something to be this way. I want to call the shots. I want to have it this. And then we try to find other ways to get it done. Because we can't do it ourselves. Now, why can't we? And everybody else can. Why can't I go to your job, but everybody else can go to your job? Why don't I have the access? So that don't mean that everybody else doing something wrong. That means that it's something about what I am doing. So why am I looking around at everybody else and not looking at me? That means that I don't got to hold myself accountable. Some of us look and pick and choose who we going to listen to. See, that's a limit. Because God can come in any way, shape, or form. Christ came in the form of a baby. He might use a child to give you a right sense of thinking. Might put a logo on a child's shirt. Stop crying. Or on a child's bib. A mother meant to put, stop crying so much. But that's God telling you when you look at it, stop crying. I went to get an apple pie one day. And I was just like going through it like, okay, God, I'm waiting for you. And I opened it up. It says, I am. But according to the store, it was 1 a.m. It's good until 1 a.m. But that was God saying, I am. Because it wasn't formed as a number one. It was formed as an I in capital A-M. <laughs> I'm telling you. And you can feel in your spirit, what is God? Because you open to receive. How can God give you access to just hear someone and not give you access to speak to someone? There's something wrong with that. Because it was access denied when we lie about things. And it caused a lot of chaos when we tell lies about things. It don't matter we've been hurt or we've been confused or doubted, rejected, disrespected. No one deserved to be angry. No one deserved to deny God's will and plan. No one deserved to not be merciful. Who are we to say, oh, you could not be merciful. Yeah, you could take some, do what you do. You understand? I, I feel y'all have been mad too. No, you can't do that. Who talks like that in the kingdom? So I cannot give falsified information and wonder why you cry because you can't walk in manifestation. 
have to hold ourselves accountable. No, you missed your moment. Be honest with yourself. No, you missed your moment because you were pissed off. You missed your moment being pissed off. Like David said, who is this Philistine who lied on my God? When we say things that's not true and we know it is, that's lying on God. That's lying on before the foundation. That's lying as a written promise. Lying as a written word. Lying as being formed and shaped in our mother's womb. Knowing what God has said about us. And we're going to deny because we're angry? And wonder why we have no access? All it takes is for you to believe what God said to you. Same goes for me. We don't need everybody else's approval. Sometimes we try to seek more confirmation. And sometimes people can look you in your face and say, it is not true. I don't know what you hearing. You tripping, boo. You tripping. I don't know what you heard. I didn't hear that. I didn't see that. I don't know nothing about that. If we say that, it must be true. We can't say that and tell lies because that's lying on God who is the author and the finisher of our faith. See, Jonah lied and look at the storm. It came, it came much more. Why are you not calling on your God? Because he already knew that was his God that was causing the storm. I gotta get up. Ah! <laughs> Jesus Christ. You understand? For real. We can't play with people's intelligence like that. We can't play psychological games with people like that. Playing with somebody's purpose, playing with somebody's future like that. Yeah, I know that's your promotion. Well, I'm going to deny you your promotion. But it's going to take you to receive your promotion and you to believe that you receive and not you receive because I believe. No, you receive because you believe. You're not going to receive your breakthrough because I'm believing for. The power of life and death is in your tongue. You have to speak over your breakthrough. Speak over your purpose. Whether who agree or who don't agree. Some will go from celebrating with you, happy about your promotion, happy about your birthday party, to the next birthday, no one calls you. Sometimes you got to throw your own summer party. Can't focus on that. Because when things leave sometimes, or when the things that people have dressed us up to have, whatever kind of garments people put on me, when they saw they not the garments to have on me, many of them left me. Seriously, just this year, how about this month alone? Like many have left you. Without God, we don't have nothing. So look at your lifestyle. Look at what you do. Look at what you release and how you release. Is it unto the Lord or is it not? Be honest with yourself. Many of us sitting on promises that have not yet manifested because we have not repented for our childlike behavior. Let me say childish because he said be childlike. Childish behavior. And why do you think God have you to listen to me? 
It's not because, you understand, I don't have nothing else to do. He's leading you. Because he's showing you me as an example. And many would say, well, I don't want it like that. I don't want it like that. That's speaking against how he already written it down for you. He never said it's going to be like this. <laughs> so we're assuming. You understand? We have to look at our lives and know that our lives are far more than what it was. Because of things that I thought I was wrong. The success I thought I had, that wasn't success. So I'm thinking that success is things that guess what? I'm still in the old mind. God will have someone give you a call right now and say, you know what? Do you mind doing this? And I want to sow this for you doing this out of nowhere. Let him bless us. Go on a cruise and wind up owning the entire ship. Do you understand? Go on a cruise and you just praising God and all of a sudden that turned to a Holy Ghost cruise. I'm trying to tell you. Oh, because you're there, somebody was set up to fall over the ship. But because you're there, they wasn't in the position to even fall over the ship. Type of cruise. You know how many people are blessed because of you being there? How many accidents were supposed to happen, but you're on the road, so they didn't happen? Or was supposed to happen to you, didn't happen? You know how many blessings because of the angels with you that protects you and it helps benefit other people because of you? Look at Joseph's brother's benefit because of Joseph. It's bigger than Joseph. A whole town benefited because of Jonah obedience. Look at that. A whole culture, the Greeks, were blessed because of Apostle Paul. You understand? It's bigger than that. It's bigger than us. Some of our visions are too small. Don't ever ask me what's my vision and goal and expect me to have my own answer of my own answer of my own answer of my own answer. My dreams and my goals is what God says. It's God's plan being manifested. We already know what we have purpose here to do. So you already know what my goal is. I have to be focused and really have just the vision alone and not anything on each side, not even the provisionals, any of that that could take my focus off of who he says that I am. Same goes for you. If you notice, many who criticize you don't even do anything half of what you do. And they got so much to say about you, but not doing anything unto the Lord themselves. But want everything that comes with God, but don't want God themselves. I want to tell you what you cannot do and tell you what I can, but don't even have the miracle working God themselves. Everybody has to say it's unto the glory. And many of us have denied our opportunity. No, you're crazy. No, you need psychological help. 
I will send someone to come to you. No, I don't want anything. No, I want you know, man. I'm going to go around the whole world. I'm going to go on social media. I'm going to go on congregations. I'm going to go in the neighborhood. And I'm going to let people know you hurt me. You lied on me. You fired me. Disrespect me. Catch the nuggets. Because God's saying to me, I cannot tell God how to release me. By trying to give you milk or give you a passy. When you declare the cream, you eating solid food. So he's showing you how you eat at the table. Solid food, then take this then. Take the nuggets. And make the change. Who you think you are? You really need to take a nugget because <laughs> you have an attitude. See, I can talk because I'm walking what I'm saying. I'm walking it out. I don't care what happened yesterday. That's gone. Walking it out today. Walking it out right now. Walking it out and live. That's not my focus anymore. Things are not my focus anymore. It never really was. You know what's so amazing about my father coming home? He's going to see that I made a wise decision like God told me I did. I thought you were just being, you know, stubborn. Want to live, you know, and make your own way of living. Now I see what it is to be a Christian. And not a Jew. You deny everything. And you walked with God. You are a wise woman. You turned down money. You turned down homes. You turned down opportunities to be around family. Because you wanted God. You wanted his ways. And not the ways of the world. And I'm proud to say I'm your father. Wise decision as a daughter. Because people will see for themselves. And God said, you know what? Let me favor her. Let me favor her. Let me great. Let me show the world what grace looks like. Who can I use an example? Who can I use as an example? Who's broken for me to really showcase who I am in their life? Who is humble enough? Who giving up everything for me? And the things that we've given up, it wasn't even us. <laughs> it's what we thought we needed to take care of us. Because we saw ourselves as our provider. We saw ourselves as him, but only he can do who he is unto us. And we cannot. So I had to give up me being my own provider. I had to give up me being my own wake, make, way maker, excuse me, me being my own healer. Okay, drinking going to help me. Drinking going to take away this pain. Drinking going to take a, these cigarettes going to calm my nerves. I'm not my own healer. He already came and take care of all that for me. He got rid of the earthly habits. So why am I creating my own habit again? See, we have to know that it's not a building that makes the church. He said, upon this rock I build. And he called Peter rock. Upon this vessel I build. That's why the vine is not connected to a building. It's connected to, you understand, a branch. We are the branch. And he's just giving us the illustration of the tree of life. Because a tree calls us 
to fall short. And he used the same tree to cause us to prosper. Woo, you understand? The tree of death we ate from. And now we're connected to the tree of life where we bear much more fruit and live from. Isn't that amazing? You understand? So I thank God for your time. God says, say more, talk more. It's a movement. You're starting a movement. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm starting a what? <laughs> a movement. Oh, God, he's going to repeat it. <laughs> People are going to cry out a lot. I know you care about people, say of God, but you can't hold things in. You have to let it out. Tell the truth and shame the devil. And I'm not letting it out to you. I'm letting it out with you. I hear your gifts. I receive your gifts. Your gifts have me on the floor. It doesn't have me crying out for repentance because I've already been through that. You guys see me stand in front of all of you on a podcast. One way on a podcast that's global, that the ratings are going thousands and thousands per day. And I'm talking about my personal affairs, me repenting, me, you know, all of that. So what do you think God going to do with my life? (laughs) Stop looking at what we think it should be to consider who we are. And then say we serve the same God. So what is that saying? We don't. Because my life don't look like yours. So think about your life for a second. Does it mimic him? So who's walking with God here? Come on. We have to tell the truth and shame the devil. Because none of you will ever feel ashamed or feel hesitant to let me know about myself. And I don't want you to. I've been told all kinds of things. You're too powerful for that. You disappointed me. No, you're crazy. No, God never said that. Oh, oh, but you're lustful. Uh, you desperate and, you know, you're broke and, you know, you're lazy and you don't do this and you don't have that. And all of that is naysaying. But there goes my miracle signs and wonders in my life. You understand? God say a better life. You want access to your promises? Then ask God for another opportunity and put the childish ways behind. Stop being mad and be glad. Stop being so quick to prejudge your own lives compared to somebody else's. Same goes for me. Let's not be so quick to not be Christ-like. Because that would be against Christ if we are. Let's stop sitting around seeing, oh, let's see what's going on. They doing this? Oh, okay, they doing this. Well, let's find out if they are. Come on. There's a woman by the name of Coco Chanel. Her nickname was Coco, named Chanel. They put two and two together, Coco Chanel. Let me give you the history. Coco Chanel, for those who don't know, a woman who has perfumes and you understand, and the first woman to make a luxurious, uh, elegant looking pantsuit 
the first woman to make a pantsuit that looks very elegant for women. Because before then, women didn't really wear pants. Not pantsuits, because men wore suits. So she styled it up that we can wear one too. She has a statue that she drew her own logo to identify who she is as a strong woman. But the thing is, she didn't feel strong inside. She was very angry and very bitter. She grew up an orphan and nuns took in care, taking care of her. She shut herself out from the world, but she did great music. And they called her Coco and her name Chanel. So they gave her Coco Chanel. She started out with music and then came up with suits and perfume and all other things and purses and things like that. Pins and things like that. But she was known for music at first. A great voice. But a lot of her music and a lot of her demeanor and her mannerism was in a, coming from a lot of pain because she felt abandoned by her parents. Why have to grow up in an orphan, orphanage for nuns to take care of me? So she spent a lot of money living in a hotel room. She didn't have a house. She didn't want a house. She can have a house. She didn't want a house. She lived in a hotel because she didn't want to be around a lot of people. She wanted to stay in her room to herself. And a lot of people that know her, that was close to her, said to her, it's not good for your fans to show your nasty attitude because they are putting money in your hand. They like you. They like your, your fragrance. They like your suits. They like your purses. They like your music. They like your look. They like your style. So get rid of your nasty and your bitter attitude. So she started coming out a little bit more with her, you know, with her, you know, herself, start exposing herself a lot more on the camera. And there goes a man by the name of Adolf Hitler. And we all know who he is. He's a man who started the Holocaust, responsible for having thousands and hundreds of thousands of Jews murdered because he believed in white power. He's the one who had the Ku Klux Klan symbol. You understand? And he didn't care about no other culture, no other race. It was just the white race. And he saw that they should populate that way. He hated the Jews, hated the Jews, and had them all killed for those that were around him. And Coco Chanel were great friends with Adolf Hitler. But she knew if she go and be a part of the Holocaust, it's going to cause her millions of fans. Not just for that day, but forevermore. Because she has a lot of fans that are Asian, a lot of fans that are black, a lot of fans that are, you understand, different races. So she did not want to lose fans. So she did not go with him, but she agreed with him and she kept in touch with him while he was there to make sure everything was fine. And that is just a small nutshell of Coco Chanel. Same goes for Versace. Very, very racist man, but had very nice looking clothes. But one day during a time people were modeling in his clothes, he made a racial outburst. I don't like blacks. And people stop buying his things. It's not about a person's preference, but they do like or don't like. We got to be careful where we sow our money. Where we sow in our money. Because God is the one who's giving it to us. He's not giving it to us to sow on bad ground. I'm not sowing into racism. 
I'm not sowing into Buddhism. I'm not sowing into Hinduism. I'm not sowing into anger. I'm not sowing into bitter. I'm not sowing into unforgiveness. I'm not sowing into lust. I'm not sowing into any of that. Not anymore. And I was the one that was just giving to whatever. And God was like, you were just running wild, sowing seed on bad ground. And wondering why your harvest is not springing forth. Because you're not sowing on good ground. But you're asking me for things. But even when we are bitter, your bitterness is sowing on bad ground. Your anger is sowing on bad ground. I sent your harvest to you, but you denied it because your feelings is off bad ground. So there goes the harvest that you wanted to sow. There goes the harvest that you reap. Frustration. Because you're waiting for it, and you're waiting for it, and you're coming together praying for it, and you're praying for it, wondering, how come I don't feel like it's even, why do I feel like it's stuck? Yeah, because God has no access. That's why you're going to feel stuck. That's why I don't feel like you can proceed. You proceed in every other area. Take the nugget. Proceed in every other area but that area. Why? Because he don't have no access in that area. Due to whatever happened. It could be lies. It could be bitter, anger, unforgiveness. It denied the access. Some of us feel like, you know, I'm going to, you know, give how much I want to give. I'm happy about it, but I'm not going to show you. I want to talk about it, but I'm not going to tell you. Yes, I receive your plan, God, but I shouldn't have to go through all this to receive it. That's how Joseph felt. But there's a man called Job. The movie Wizard of Oz was supposed to have been called the Wizard of Oz. The land where Job was. Because Job was a man that was very prosperous. Everything that anyone could ever want, it was in Job's land. And they wanted to make that movie the land of Oz. But a lot of people said that's a huge contradiction. That's a lot of hypocrisy. People are going to be upset if you make that Oz. I mean, uh, uh, what is it? Oz and not Oz. Because you don't have to go to Oz to find a brain. You don't have to go to Oz. I mean, Oz, excuse me, go to Oz. Where Joseph, wait, let me say, where Joe from, <laughs> Oz, to get carriage, to find your way home. Because Job is a man of God. So don't use his wealth and contradicted to an earthly way of doing things. So they say, no, just keep it, just keep it, you know, ours and not us. You understand? But they really wanted to make it the wizard of us because of Job's testimony. There's a good witch and a bad witch. And they were talking about Satan and God. I do a lot of research. <laughs> Let God be God. Let God do him. Yeah. Let me tell you how amazing our gifts are. God gave me a warning last night in a dream. There were a lot of young men turning up missing. 
and they had search warrants out for these men. Where is these men disappearing to? And one, one man had a sister. She was just in the house with her brother, and he disappeared too. Like they just vanished off the earth. And she was like, where's my brother? No, I'm going to find my brother. So I helped her get police involved and all these, you know, security systems and all this stuff. And come to find out, there was a woman who worked in a child care facility as a caretaker. And what she would do is she would drug a bag of chips, go to a guy, ask him and flirt with him, do you want some? He eats some, and it was Doritos, the cheesy Doritos. And he would eat some. They would pass out, and they would wake up in her basement. And all the men that were vanishing, they were looking for about probably 10 men in that community they were looking for on the news and everything, not even aware, they all in this woman's basement that's right here. They woke up past every day. And got me to see this woman and see how she do it. And I grabbed her. And I said, this would not happen. The shell too, not come to pass. This shall never come to pass. You understand? I began to declare the decree against it. And it never will. All those men that were supposed to happen to have no recognition it was said to happen to them. Because it never will. That's how important it is to receive God's gifts and release them in the earth. Hallelujah. I thank you guys for your time. Greater is he who's in us than he's in the world. I love you.